Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes, and you're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast, episode 185. Today's sponsor for the show is FreshBooks. If you haven't already, go to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp and get a free 30-day trial of their software. Essentially, it's cloud accounting software for small businesses, and it's just for literally a few dollars per month. You can automate your, your billing and like... We talk about you know the value of cash flow and keeping a good cash flow. One of the good ways to do that is accepting credit card. For instance, like today, we do. We had a job. It was like four. It was like four and a half thousand dollars, and they wanted to pay with credit card. And we only accept. You know, if people go over three thousand for their charge, we we require that they pay the transaction fee. And they're literally willing to pay three to four percent because of the just the value, the extra, you know, they don't have to come in and pay with check. And they it was funny, he was like, Well actually I want to pay with card and pay the three percent because uh, I'm gonna it's essentially just air miles to Maui. And so he was justifying his purchase and his extra hundred and something dollars that he was gonna pay in processing fees because he was gonna make his air miles to Maui. So I'd encourage you if you don't already offer that that service to your customers, it'll differentiate you from your uh, other competitors. Offer uh, to be able to take credit cards and write from their invoice or from the phone, you can type it in. So you can do that all through FreshBooks and it's very, very smooth. It's all on your same automated uh, billing system. It's not like you got to charge them on one software with a credit card and then like go over to your accounting and click the invoice is paid. It's all integrated and it's very, very smooth. So check it out, freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. And in the how did you hear about us section, just put in business bootcamp podcast for that free trial. Now, today's going to be a short episode, but I want to do a follow up on uh, the episode I did a couple days ago, our really last episode, episode 184, on when your business is scaling up and you've got to start outsourcing and hiring things for certain aspects of your business that you aren't the strongest in, or even if you're just good at them, you if you want to focus more on the things that you're really good at and you need to hire the things that you're okay at uh, and so you can focus on the things that you're amazing at and really focus on your strengths. And so we talked about that. You'll want to listen to 184 to get some context. Context, But a lot of you, about four or five of you, emailed me today with questions about that. I'm not going to email you all back. Just listen to this episode. Uh, and really what your question really revolves around is what are the signs that I should be doing what I was talking about in 184, and that is, when am I growing to the point where I should start hiring people for the other areas of my business where I'm not, I don't feel I'm the all-star, or I don't feel like I'm really, really good at, and so I'm going to give you an example, I'm going to talk to you about, because I'm at that place in the business, and today I had the conversation with the employee that uh, I have been thinking about for my project manager, and as, you know, going forward, as, as I talked about in 184, I talked to him today, it was a very, very good conversation, just after work, we just met in my office and just talked about it, and so it went really well, and that's the direction we're going long term and so very good but a lot of you're asking like how do you know like what are the signs that you need to be starting doing this because obviously like if you're a small business and you have you know $150,000 in revenue you're the only person or maybe you have one or two employees like you probably don't need to start outsourcing your hiring you don't need to start outsourcing your marketing you should 
continue to do that yourself. But there is going to come a point, and I'm not going to give you like, oh, when you hit 10 employees, you should do X. And when you do 20 employees, because every single industry is different. Like for us, we have 10 to 15 people. Uh, and uh, But for some industries, you wouldn't need to do it until you hit 50. For some, you would need to have this kind of middle management when you hit two and three people. So like every industry is different. I won't give you that metric, but I'll give you an example of how I kind of have been figuring out that, hey, I need to have a middle manager. I need to have someone to take over some of the operational side of the business that I have been holding on to for quite some time now. And so I'm just gonna give you an example. And so essentially what happened a few weeks ago is it was just a tiny little job, tiny little job that one of our our guys was working on and he got there at like three o'clock was out of there by six like it only took a few hours but it was it wasn't good and so what happened what happened is uh one of the clients that we do maintenance on wanted her hedge trimmed and this particular hedge was a boxwood and boxwoods are lead growers or which are like tip growers which means only at the tip of the branch they grow so in other words if you trim them back too far they're going to look bare and it'll it'll take a very very long time for that to fill in it's not like a leaf plant where if you cut it way back it'll still come back the next year and fill in in underneath right so anyways so she had this box with this hedge right and weeks ago because we're, we're so busy that like a few weeks ago she'd asked us to do something and i just bounced over there really quickly uh on my way to do other appointments she lives relatively close to our shop and so i was like okay no problem i'll meet you there so i met, met her there for five minutes and she showed me what she wanted done so on the notes for the job notes i, I know i just put in how much the, the estimate essentially how much it was going to cost how long it would take and i did that well because we're backed up right now, it was several weeks later, probably three, four weeks later, when the job actually came up. So as per usual, and now what my uh, project manager is going to start doing, and that is where you show the crew the job. You kind of liaison between client, office, and crew. And so I went to show one of our guys uh, the job. So I showed him the job, and the problem was I didn't tell, show him the right height to cut these hedges at. And so she knew that she was going to kind of make them a little bit bare, but she wanted to come cut down quite a bit. And so I'd already told her, hey, it's going to look a little bit bare, blah, blah, blah. Well, we had talked about in, in the estimate about a certain height for all of her hedges. There was like three or four hedges, and they're all along her house. Well, her house runs parallel. So what we had said is, hey, let's cut these these this hedge down to the third baseboard. So there's these baseboards. They run exactly parallel with the ground. So we say, hey, all of these can be exactly the same height if we just cut it to the height of the third baseboard. Well, what happened is somewhere in those three to four weeks, I forgot that it was the third baseboard and I went and we cut it at the second baseboard. So she wasn't home when I went and showed the crew the job. And uh, so essentially what happened is we cut it probably 10 inches too short, too, too low. And on a boxwood, 10 inches short is way too low. And it also brought into a, like, because we were cutting it lower, uh, that 10 inches brought into uh, a couple other hedges that were kind of in between and we ended up cutting them and they weren't even in the estimate they weren't even part of the stuff she wanted done and so essentially what happened this is what <laughs> essentially happened long story short is the crew did exactly what i told them to do like they did a great job of telling doing what i told them to do and as we were doing like, i had this feeling in my stomach like man this seems just really low like we're cutting these really this, these hedges really low and 
and I, and I knew they were going to look bad because I remember talking to her about it saying, hey, they're going to look bad, but they'll fill in over a course of a few years. But I had already kind of talked to her about it to kind of give her that warning. So in my mind, I was like, okay, uh, the, this is worse than I thought. But, you know, eventually at least she knows that it's going to take a long time for these to fill in. So we did the job. Well, we didn't do the job. That's the problem. I left. I left because I was so busy that so I left and did, a, you know, went to do my appointments and things like that. The client wasn't home. Well, next morning we get an email and I actually had the crew take a picture at the end of the day and we sent it to her via email because I knew something was wrong. And, but in the next morning I get this email. Well, actually my office manager gets the email and she sends me a voice note saying like, Hey, client isn't happy saying they're saying it's way too low. It should have been at this certain height. And right away, right when she said it, like, it was like a, like, like someone had punched me in the stomach. I just felt sick. Right. And when you know, you've done something really stupid. And so, so right away, I was like, I, I told her, you know, let's email her back right away. Tell her we're going to take care of it. Even if that means replacing them, uh, and set up an appointment for me to meet her. So I went over there later that day, as soon as I possibly could, just a few hours later, uh, move some things around so I could get over there and like customer services first. And so that's what I, I wanted to make sure it's clear. It's like, Hey, we're going to resolve this no matter what. And so yeah, essentially what happened is we ended up needing, having to tear the entire, all the hedges out, which is a lot of work because these are like very mature boxwoods, very like in the ground and then replace the soil or whatever because they're going to leave holes from the, the root balls. And then we're going to have to buy all this hedge of boxwoods and replace them all. So it was a big mistake. Um, and monetarily, like we didn't charge it for the trimming and uh like she didn't drop us because the way we handled it so that's you know that's a positive i guess but on the other hand like i made a huge mistake and so the answer to everyone's questions from the day that emailed me about when it's good to start having middle management and hiring out the aspects of your business that you're not the best at or that you don't enjoy or however you want to phrase that the best time to do that or the time the key indicator of when that time has come is when you start to drop balls. When you start to drop the balls in your business, whether it be you start to drop the balls of customer service, like I did. So like when I saw that, I was like right away, I was like, I should have a, I should have a manager that has had a little more time to make some more notes on the job to then convey those notes to the, 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 the crew, be more in contact with the client. Like I just didn't have the time. I was running, you know, a hundred different directions and that's all good and fine. Like staying busy, getting things done. That's great. But when it comes to customer service, like that, that's important. And if you don't have that in my industry of lawn care and landscaping, like things are going to fall apart. And so, so, so like in your business, whatever your business, your industry is, you know what the key indicators are, whether it be customer service or sales numbers or certain projections, things like that. Like, you know, the, the, the metrics in which you are rated as successful. I'm a service business. And so if I start dropping the ball of service, my business, my service business falls apart. If I don't have the service aspect in there, if I don't have customer service. And so if you have a product and it's faulty and you, it's because you're so busy and you're so busy doing the marketing and the web design and you need to, you, what you need to do is maybe instead of trying to do the design of the product, maybe you need to outsource that part to some engineer or to a manufacturer. So that's the time. That's the key moment. And I know this is a simple episode, but like several of you had, had asked this question, like follow up, like when, when do 
do you know it's time to get that middle management? When is it time to out like start hiring out the things that you're not the best at or the things that you don't enjoy doing? And it is when you start seeing the balls drop, when you're starting to see the marketing not up to par, or you start to see that you're spending way more money on customer acquisition on your marketing. And the reason for that is because you haven't been focusing and paying enough attention to the design of your Facebook ads or to the the, the title or the picture or to the videos that you've been posting or you haven't been as, as, as uh, good with your content schedule of posting videos and pictures and reviews. Like when you start seeing those things start to fall apart, that's the time when it's time to hire someone and, be, and what the problem is too many people hold on to it the people will say no but i i'm only i can do the website design or only i can develop that product or only i can design the product or only i can ship the product or maybe I, i'm the only one that can talk to the customers i'm the only one that can sell the products i know everything about the product when the problem like when people get to this position where they, the ball start to drop the problem is too many people hold on and it's not easy it's not easy to let the thing go that you've been doing for so long and that you pride yourself in doing and that you think you're so good at and all of that and that you've held on to for years in order for your business to grow when the balls start to drop the thing that will separate you from everyone else that goes out of business is the people who are willing to adapt and hire out to other other individuals within the organization that even are probably better at it than you. Number one, it'll take a burden off of you. Like, like in my mind, if I could just take customer service out of like, I'd be able to focus so much more on sales, marketing, and growing top line revenue, which would be in the long term interest, the long term benefit of the company, a whole lot more than me trying to juggle customer service and now like going back to this person's house and apologizing and then redoing like just from a monetary standpoint that's all we're doing that's all for free and so like you've got to start figuring out you've got to number one you number one you've got to you've got to realize when the balls are dropping number two you've got to focus and you've got to realize that you aren't the best at everything and that there's probably other people that can start to juggle those balls for you and number three you've got to realize that your business is a whole lot better off in that position when there's other people that can juggle because if the juggler ever dies gets hit by a car gets sick or breaks a leg or breaks an arm and they're trying to juggle things start to really drop like all the balls start to drop so what I'd focus on is if you start dropping the balls and you're healthy and you can work 12, 15 hours a day and you start already dropping the balls, that's a really good indication that you need to get another juggler because the worst thing that could happen, like for instance, me, if the, the worst thing that could happen, if I don't have someone to cover cust- customer service, something happens to me, yeah, I might be able to do sales, like the even all the balls are going to drop if something happens to me the master juggler and too many people are trying to be the master juggler and they're holding on to the balls too tightly it's like they got it's like they got glue on their hands that they're holding on to all the balls too tightly when they when they just need to realize that they just need to hire someone else to take some of those balls away from them take away the, take the marketing away from them take the sales away from them. take the web development and it's not that you're just like obliviously giving the person a bunch of control or obliviously like saying hey just take care of this. I don't want to ever hear about it. Like I'm not going to tell my project manager to never talk to me about customer service or how we're doing as far as numbers and percentage of turnover and things like that. Like I want that communication. I just want them to report to me and me not have to be the direct liaison with a client. And so what I'd be focused on is you and like number one, you just got to realize it's in the best interest of your business to outsource some things. And I promise you there's people out there that can do some parts of your business 
better than even you can. And once you get to that place of humility enough to think that and then look for your people, look inside of your people and see the ones that have that capability, it'll be a very empowering and it'll free you in a lot of areas in your business. This has been the Mike Minute Edition of the Business Bootcamp Podcast. Until tomorrow, be great because nothing else pays.